So as I said, this is our last message in our Good Things Are Coming series. And uh, today we're talking about striving together. Striving together, as you probably heard that phrase used in the passage that we read this morning. And after reading Philippians uh, chapter 1, verses 27 through 30, we know that we can strive together through the sufferings of Christ until his glory is revealed. Now, the Bible is full of stories of enduring faith, and I don't know if you ever heard of this designation, but the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, is actually something very special. It's called, by most people, the Hall of Faith. So you see all these incredible acts of faith and the people attached to those acts as well. People that are familiar with us throughout the Bible. And what I'm going to do real quick, I'm going to read to you some of the verses from Hebrews uh, chapter 11, give you an idea of what the Hall of Faith is all about. So we're going to start in verse 7 and kind of jump around a little bit. <clears throat> and it says, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Then I'm going to read to you verses 32 through 40 here, and it says, And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David, and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There are others who were tortured, refusing to be released, so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised since God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. It was clear all of their efforts worked together for the common goal of ultimately sharing the gospel. And the reward was with them in heaven. If you recall the very last part of it, I tried to put some emphasis on verse 40 of Hebrews 11. It says this phrase, Only together with us would they be made perfect. Notice those words, with us. That means the body of Christ. 
we can work together and we can strive together. Now, this tough stuff that we experience from time to time reminds me of my senior year of high school. My wrestling coach, Mike Ritter, at the end of the season, put together a highlight reel, a highlight film, to uh, the, 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 at the beginning of the video, you see a montage of matches that includes our, you know, the, the best matches, the coolest moves, the most dramatic victories each person had. But at the end of the video, there was something that was more particularly special for those that were involved in that season, the, the wrestlers that were on the team. And it shifted from this action-packed highlight reel to a reflective couple of minutes where it showed us practicing together, going through these difficult moments together, and some, sometimes even moments before the matches to show uh, the mentality that we were in and the type of intensity uh, that it was building up to. So there, were sure, there sure were tough practices and exhausting tournaments where we were pushed to our limits, but together we endured and we came out better because of it. Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 reads, Stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Now, I believe that the church has been tremendously blessed through its sufferings. Without trials, the church becomes divided through denominations and strange doctrinal preferences. When challenge comes our way, we put those things aside and focus on our unity in Jesus Christ. This year and onward, I can assure you, there will be many struggles, but there will be very many God-given victories as well. Our faith will be strengthened and our trust, trust in God will be secured. Good things are coming. Now, one of my friends, they told me a story about when he started learning how to ride his father's motorcycle. And it was pretty fun. He told me a couple different stories. And uh, by the way, did you know that there is a special wave that motorcyclists give to each other? If you have a motorcycle or a road motorcycle, you probably know, but you know, I imagine you have to wear sunglasses to do this, otherwise it doesn't work out quite right. But, but the motorcycle wave is just you hold out your hand like that. Am I, am I doing that right, by the way? You just hold out your hand. And my friend told me, by the way, that, uh, that he got it wrong the first time when, the, when he was passing by another motorcyclist and the motorcyclist held out his hand like that to wave. And he said that he sat straight with a smile on his face and just waved like that. <laughs> Not quite so cool. <laughs> But anyway, the, the second story, the last story you told me, uh, was the more uh, amusing of the stories he had to tell me. He lives out in the countryside, and as he's riding his motorcycle, all of a sudden, a deer jumps out in front of him, and he hits the deer. This thing was a buck. It was huge. It was massive. And uh, right now, you're probably asking yourself, was he okay? How long was he in the hospital for? Well, amazingly, what happened, the motorcycle scooped up the deer, and the deer was stuck on the front of the motorcycle while my friend is still driving full speed down the road 
the deer's head flailing in his face, and he's swatting at it like a fly, trying to get it out of his way just so that he can see the road. All the while, he has to maintain control of the vehicle. After about a mile, he finally managed to slow the vehicle down to get the you know, presence of mind to slow the motorcycle down and stop the motorcycle. The deer hopped off, pranced away in a panic, no doubt. <laughs> I don't suppose the deer was trying to hitch a ride that day. It was on a collision course. My friend was going this way, the deer was coming that way, and they just happened to meet at just the right time at the intersection right there. And uh, as a result, neither one of them got to where they were going quite as fast. Miraculously, they both did, I imagine. I don't know, what do deers do in their free time? Where do they go? But nonetheless, they got to where they were going, and they were both relatively safe, had a fun story to tell. Uh, but because they were going different directions, they slowed each other down. They didn't quite get there at the pace that they wanted to. So I have to ask a question. We have to bring clarity. What direction, as a church are we going and how do we strive together to get there now fortunately being here and being amongst you i can see the direction that we're going here at faith presbyterian church we're heading in the direction of teaching the bible boldly and expecting the word of god to challenge us and change our hearts and because of this mission i know for our church good things are coming our way but of course we must work together. And there are many aspects of our ministry here at Faith where you can be active. I think immediately to our Christmas Eve service where some people played music, some people set up and decorated the tree, other people yet still set up the uh, flower arrangements on, uh, on our stage back here. And uh, so we are all involved in one way or another as the body of Christ. We all have a role to play. Now coming up, we have Easter, of course. It's coming up on us so quickly now. And I, I want you to be asking yourselves, what talents do you have that might be able to make this Easter experience the best that you've had so far? Or what people can you bring along to be able to edify during our, our Easter service? Um, for some of you, it might be to reach out to the unchurched in our community. To others, it might be to uh, do a good job at putting together an after-church uh, fellowship and food time. We are all striving together as one body in Jesus Christ to bring God glory and to draw people toward him. The Apostle Peter says, we are supposed to be like stones in a building, and Jesus is our cornerstone. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 and 5 say, As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So Jesus has brought us all together as a masterpiece to glorify God, and once again, we each have a role to play. Our church is, the church is the counterculture. And we need to go about our business differently than the way the rest of the world does. And as I mentioned earlier, my family and I, we 
actually just finished up the Chosen TV series. And something that's very easy to overlook is the beginning, the opening credits of each show. And the way it starts off has this really catchy song that goes along with it, the talk that sings about walking on water. I don't, I don't know what genre it is exactly, but you have a raspy voice singer. Beautiful, beautiful song that it plays at the beginning, but not traditional for like a church setting or even uh, a show based around the Gospels. Uh, nonetheless, they have these fish, these animated fish, swimming uh, in a direction. And they all start off, they're gray, and they all start swimming from the left end of the screen to the right end of the screen. And then what you see, you see, first of all, this big blue fish swim in, and then it goes up to another one of the gray fish. The gray fish turns blue, and it turns around. They both go in that direction. They start going the opposite direction together. And one by one, you see these different gray fish turning blue and moving against the current. The symbolism is very clear. The world is moving a certain direction, but Christians move in the opposite. Like fish, as we swim against the current, we may face some turbulence. But Jesus reassured his disciples that he will build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Please join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for the promises that you have for us, Lord, knowing that uh, our best days are, are definitely still ahead of us, Lord. Even as the world turns its back on you, Lord, that's no surprise to us. We shouldn't be surprised when we see the world chasing after their own sinful lusts and passions and the evils that they so desire, Father God, as we know that it's, it's a miracle that they don't go further into depravity. But Lord, you have called us out of this world to be conformed to the image of your Son. And Lord, even though that it's a more difficult road than what the world has to walk, that Lord, it's full of blessings. It's, full, it's filled with this relationship that we have with you, where we're able to see the world, a hurting and lost world that's in desperate search for you, Lord, and that we are the sole ambassadors, Lord, to be able to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of eternal life, and the message of your uh, just all-consuming love for each person. Father God, we thank you for your love. We pray, Lord, that you would help us uh, to be more like you and to share this gospel message and to share the good things that are coming our way with other people and to encourage them in faith. We praise in Jesus' name. Amen.